0: Welcome to Faith for Today. This is your host, Dave Proven, and thanks for joining us on our podcast this week. And we're going to continue with storm-proofing our lives. Really important that before we get into trouble, we are ready for the trouble. It can actually make the difference as to how we go through it and how we come out of it on the other side. And I believe that God wants us to be people of strength, people who are in touch with the promises of God, in touch with the truth of God for their life and end up building their lives upon that truth. And you know what, if we do that, if we build our lives upon the truth of the word of God, then doesn't matter what comes against us, doesn't matter what enemy, what shape or form that uh, storm takes, then we will be more than able through God's power, through his strength, to overcome it. So join me as we continue storm-proofing our lives. On last week's podcast, we were looking at Paul once again on board the ship in the storm in Acts 27. And we saw how in the midst of what was an uncontrollable situation... God was still in control. And it is good to know in reality, not just in um, like hope that God's in control, but to have that embedded in our spirit, this concept that everything is working together for our good. And that can be even bad things. And sometimes as people, we can find that hard to get around that even the bad stuff that we go through in life um can be and is being used by God for our ultimate good and sometimes we can be in situations that are our own making our own creating let's face it we all make mistakes we do things that get us off track um if you think about even you know some of the greats of the word of God if you think about Abraham for example Abraham was a man who really loved God uh, had left everything that he had known as a person, uh, his job as an idol maker in Ur of the Chaldees. You can read the story in Genesis about Abraham. And this man's story is filled with um, moves of faith towards God. He moved out of his original situation on the basis of the Word of God. God's Word came to him and said, Abraham, get up, leave you know this place and i'm going to send you to a promised land which i'm going to give you and, and your seed is going to inherit it i'm going to bless you i'm going to multiply you and on the basis of god's word abraham got up and left and that's why he is the father of faith or or known as the father of faith because of this these actions that he took on the basis of god's word he he moved from his life being run on his own basis as an idol maker Uh, as living in a particular city um, with uh, everything that he owned and knew involved there and stepped out of that comfort zone, stepped out of what he knew, what was familiar to his life and decided to go with the word of God. As Christians, you know, this is exactly our journey. Our journey is the journey of Abraham in the same sense. Hence, When we were saved, you read about it in Ephesians, it talks there how that we have been um, brought in as inheritors of the same promise that was given to Abraham, the same promise of faith that is there for us. And our lives as God's children, as belonging to Christ, are attached to the same promises that were given to Abraham. That in itself is incredible. If you think about what God promised Abraham, And what God did for Abraham, he blessed him, he multiplied him. As this man moved in obedience to the word of God, moved in faith um, and his faith. Faith in reality isn't just this word faith or even the word belief. It is an actual doing thing because it is actions taken on what we believe. And Abraham was a great example of actions taken on what he believed. And what he believed was God had told him. Go look for this promised land that I'm going to lead you to and you're going to inherit. And on the basis of that word, he gets up, gathers everything he has and starts on a journey because he was looking for this. Place that God had called him to in life, and this really is our, as I said earlier, our journey is the same journey is a journey of faith. It's a journey of getting up on the basis of the Word of God. is is on It's the action, putting the actions to back our beliefs because we can all talk about having faith, but faith is tested and faith is proved. Faith is proved by our actions, and you know that was as I say Abraham, but here Paul, his. Um his faith in what God had to say, as we were looking at last week, was based on um, more than just words. He got everyone on board that ship. We were reading about it um down uh, in verse twenty five says Sirs, be of good cheer, for I believe God that it shall be even as it, he it was told to me. And then he goes on to relate what was going to happen, but then he also has to take. Uh, certain steps, as we read further down, um, to make sure that people stayed in line with, you know, the the plan, what God had said. And it had been that everyone needed to stay on board that ship, not jump on a lifeboat, um, as it says in verse 30, and as the shipmen were about to flee out of the ship, this is after what Paul had said, <clears throat> when they had let down, effectively, the lifeboat into the sea, um Paul said to the centurion, to the soldiers, accept these men stay in the ship, you can't be saved. And here we again, it shows the the impact that the word of God was having in that circumstance. Everyone was in chaos, everyone was in confusion. The storm was living and real around them. It seemed the logical thing. You know, you've got a lifeboat, perhaps we need to get in it. <laughs> Your modern day ship, you know, If someone came to you, you, know perhaps it was sinking. And don't get in the lifeboats, everyone. Um, stay on board the ship, and you're going to be saved if you stay on board the sinking ship. <laughs> I think all of us might have had, have a few qualms, you know. Titanic, ever anyone, anyone seen that movie? You know, if it had been said, oh, you stay on board that ship and don't get your lifeboats. Um, but here we are. This is the version of Titanic of uh, Paul's moment. Yet the Word of God was saying, stay on the ship, and this is why we've got to be in tune with God's Word in the midst of the storm and and again why when we if we know our god if we know who god is before we're getting into the storm if we have a relationship with him if we have put in the time the prayer the the getting to know god's word getting to know his promise getting to to be in a receptive state of heart to receive the word of god for our life on a day-to-day basis um before we get into things it actually makes life a lot handier because the the men on board this ship, because of the conviction of Paul, because of that word of faith that had come, were prepared to listen to him. And it says, and the soldiers cut off the ropes of the lifeboat and let her fall away. And here we are, there, left then, on board this ship, scooting through the sea, heading um, towards the shore of a, of a distant land that they had seen that was uh, coming up. And then... Is this moment that Paul starts to tell everyone to break bread, or to let's get a meal going here, and so they all eat and they're all of good cheer and they're all getting happy in the midst of this circumstance. And it's amazing the word of God. You know, God's word has the ability to cheer us. If you've ever been in a circumstance where everything's going to pot, and it seems like the end is nigh in your situation, and you know you've been a Christian, then here, here along comes the word of God for you. If you are attuned to that word, then it really does cheer your soul. It talks about, you know, um, a word spoken in due season, how good that is. In in a, in a crisis moment, hearing God say something to us has a, an amazing facility to cheer our soul because it stirs up that faith and it recognizes, you know, faith responds to faith. The faith that Christ has given to us as a gift, when God's word comes to us, then that faith gets quickened into us even if bad stuff's going on around us and we start to be of good cheer and that's what it says in verse 36 and then they were all of good cheer and that in itself was a miracle that these men in their crisis three four five days into this storm were able to get happy on the basis of this word and as we see as they as they move through the dynamic of of the storm playing its course out and them on a one-way collision course for this area of reef that was just before the land. Um, it takes uh, a lot of obeying because further down here, um, the soldiers, as it saw that they were about to crash in and had crashed into this reef, their next step was, well, let's kill all the prisoners so that um, none of them escape. There's another great crisis moment. I mean, it's filled with crisis moments even after the word of God came. And that's something to remember, just because God's word comes in your circumstance that it's gonna be okay, you're gonna survive this, it's gonna be well, doesn't mean that there isn't going to still be the boiling storm and the crisis moments that you need to keep standing upon the word of God in. And that's also important, because some people, you know, God says it's gonna be okay, then the crisis seems to get worse, and everyone says, oh, well, guess I didn't hear right. That's not the case. And in this case, uh, again, the centurion, God steps in and and causes the centurion in charge of the prisoners. Okay, let's not kill everyone because he wants to save Paul, obviously. And as it plays out, we see that the whole ship smashes into this thing. Half the ship's uh, broken off and the rest is like stuck on this reef. And those that swim can swim and those that can float, float and they all get safe to land and the ultimate goal of God in your situation is that you get safe to land, that you come out of this on top, that you come out of this in victory and that is what happened. The victory in this circumstance was they all were saved and ultimately that is the important thing in any storm is the standing through it, is the recognizing God's word in it, It is. Applying that word to us in the storm, so that that word becomes what keeps us buoyed up and and God is able to direct us is another thing He's able to give us direction through the storm so that we are effectively storm proofing our life in the storm. The word becomes a defense the word becomes a barrier to the waves and the wind and the and, and you know talks about that. Christ would be like a rock in the midst of a really hot day and there was a place of shelter beneath it from the, the venom of the enemy that was coming against us and God is with you in your storm today. God is with you in that problem you're facing right now. His word for you is good. It is a word that says you're going to get through this. You're going to overcome that sickness. It's not going to defeat you. You're going to overcome this fear that is tormenting your life. You're going to overcome this addiction. You're going to overcome this trouble at work. You're going to overcome this crisis in your life because God is standing with you. We do not stand alone. And one thing when we go back to the life of Abraham... And the promises of God for God's people are as much for us as they were for Abraham, because we're living this life of faith, was that he would be with him through every circumstance that he was going to go through. And he made mistakes. You can read about the mistakes Abraham made. But God turned even those mistakes for his good. And even in our mistakes that create a storm, God is directing us on a pathway to success out of it we're going to come out of it stronger we'll come out of it with the experience and more knowledge that god is with us in it life is a battlefield life is a place where storms happen and we need to be strong in the lord and the power of his might and we do that by getting this relationship right with god getting a one-on-one personal experience of him of his spirit of his word and and having this living relationship and that's important we want to come close to God and God will come close to us that's his word that's also a promise draw near to me I will draw near to you if your heart wants to get close to God so you come into this place where you know him and that he's going to be that reason that you are safe in the midst of life then he will also draw near to you that is a fact it is a promise and we need to get alive to the promises of God for us because they are yes and they are amen to each one of us who are in Christ Jesus join me next week on storm proofing your life there's so much more to tell we're going to see how God takes us from this feeling of not having any protection in our crises in our in our circumstances to knowing that God is truly with us thanks for being on podcast faith for today